0: you know, murray i said i would definitely do a homecoming um because of what i would love to see my cast and love to go back to boston for and you only shoot for a couple of weeks but um i can't do a challenge like i'm i'm too busy just in my day-to-day life i can't (laughs) for that long um and still you know run a business so but i I could find two weeks to go do a homecoming
1: not only that too but i mean like you're all in your adult phase now and like priorities and whatnot. So like, it's not necessarily like a huge incentive to want to go like put your body through something like super physical, you know, <laughs>
0: no if, way, without, without no.
1: any real guarantee of winning, especially like in your case, you know, I'm sure you wouldn't be like getting what you'd be making by continuing to just working your normal day to day. You know what I mean? So how much, yeah. uh, how much of an incentive would it really be to go try and do some of the crazy stuff that they're doing?
0: at that and goes, well, uh, I think I could hang from most of it. I mean, I, I, I exercise every single day. I've been religious about food and, you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke. I don't do any of those things that I was doing during the show, you know, like you gotta Mm -hmm. stop that shit after a while. Yeah. Um, So I'm in great health, but like, Am I going to compete against a 25 year old and do just as well? Probably not. They're, they got me on that, you know, but like the reunion, a reunion homecoming, like what a blast. I mean, that would be freaking amazing. Um, but who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I, somebody was telling me that they, they were, went to watch a homecoming and it disappeared off Paramount plus.
1: Yeah. That, that's a, uh, that's a big talking point recently. Um, I don't, I don't know exactly why, but I think Paramount Plus did come out recently and say that they didn't have the rights to stream it any longer, which doesn't necessarily add up considering it's a Paramount Plus original. So I don't know. And it's only been about less than a year. So I don't yeah, understand.
0: Dude, there's a lot of transition that you might not be privy to. I'm not privy to, but like, there's a lot of transition happening in our business right now, which is companies that are um, getting together and mingling with the HBOs with Paramount with Discovery a lot of them are coming together and becoming one company there's all these complicated deals I mean an example of a scripted show is Yellowstone started off on a show called uh, a network called Acorn went from Acorn to Paramount but now you can't even watch Yellowstone on Paramount plus so like where the hell can you find Yellowstone I don't know it's Mm -hmm. you gotta buy it on Apple TV It's like I think that it's going to be a little messy for a while, but I don't know if that necessarily means um, they're not interested in making more of the homecomings. I think that they did very well. I think that the, at least I thought they did. I don't know. It's hard to tell with the streamers, but they wouldn't have done four of them had they not done well. So Hmm. we'll see. And I thought the last one, I only watched the last one. Which was new orleans
1: oh new orleans Uh, yeah
0: yeah because my old roommate was the director on that show so he i knew all about it and we were living together in la and he went off to do new orleans so i watched it because i knew some of those kids like when they came off the show we were the veterans and i would hang out with them and i knew some of them so i wanted to see how they were doing but um i didn't see the other ones um
1: except for a little bit in new york okay yeah, they had New York was the first one, and then um, L.A. was the second one. They were going and uh, trying to do it chronologically, but, you know, with certain casts not being able to get everybody to co-sign, they had to kind of pivot and skip a couple yeah. numbers and get that. But um, did you enjoy uh, from what you watched? Yeah, I did. The New Orleans.
0: I mean, I was <laughs> surprised. I thought I would just check in and be like, oh, let's see what's going on, see if I remember anybody. And I, I watched, I'm like, oh, I remember everybody. Um And yeah, I ended up watching at least two or three episodes of it, you know, and then probably, you know, yeah, I liked it. It was, I was entertained, man. And that's saying something because I haven't watched the real world much at all. You know, I watched Seattle after Mm. our show and I watched some of the New Orleans just from my friends and Hawaii. I cast Hawaii. That was my first season that I actually worked on. So I was at at Murray. Let's see, did Hawaii come right when was Hawaii? Hawaii came after well, Seattle, right?
1: Right. Yeah, so yeah. I, was,
0: I was working at Buna Murray as a casting associate. I, was a, I just started. So I found Tech. I found Justin. I found... Um, Ruthie. Ruth, Ruthie. Yeah, I found those three people. So I watched those shows, clearly, because I was invested in them. And then I don't remember watching... What came after Hawaii?
1: Hawaii was New Orleans, yeah.
0: And then New Orleans, yeah. And then after that, I just dropped off
1: okay yeah. yeah so how did you uh kind of make that transition you know you went from being a cast member to then not too long after that you were ho- actively helping them cast people for yeah. future seasons so mary how- ellis,
0: i'll tell you mary ellis called me mary ellis bunham called me and she asked me if i wanted to come into town to la i was living in san francisco and she said Do you want to come into town and um we're in the casting phase and we want to see how these, the women that they were casting for road rules and for real world, um, I just want you to take them on a date basically, but not a date date. Like it was like, take them to dinner, chat them up, you know, just interact with them, see what they're like. And, uh, and on camera. And so I flew into town and I, 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 I honest to God, couldn't tell you who I, took out. Like, I don't have any memory of that, but I took like nine different girls on dates um, and they filmed it and, and I enjoyed it. And she said, uh, I can't remember if she asked me or if I asked her, but I think I said, hey, can I have a job? And she was like, yeah. And so I moved from San Francisco like two weeks later and I started working on Real World Hawaii immediately. And I moved in with Vince from Road Rules he was a road rules oh, wow. whatever season yeah. and he had an extra room in the valley and i just moved right into his place and just started living in la and haven't left since
1: uh so when she pitched that to you did did she ever explain like this is in a in a sense kind of like a casting sort of tryout yeah in a
0: sense? yeah
1: okay, no so she did.
0: no no she did not it wasn't at all a casting tryout it was it was just i was nearby Um. I think that she probably knew that I was kind of struggling at the time. Like after I came off the show, like before I went on the show, I, I was about to go to grad school for psychology. And, and after I came off the show, I had, I was sort of just floundering around a little bit. Like I was living in SF and I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. And um, she probably, I think, I mean, Mary Ellis and I had a good relationship. Like, She probably heard that I was kind of like all over the place and like threw a bone to me and to see how I would react to it. And and I loved it. And so I immediately started, you know, I I think I asked her for a job after that. I think it was Mm -hmm. me that said, would you could I come do this? And she said, yes. And they made a position for me and I came and I did it and I loved it. And so I worked there for a couple of years.
1: Oh, wow. That, that's cool. So you essentially caught the ball and just ran with it, not to use football terms because it. it's the day after the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> well, we can use football terms all day, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I ran a post and they threw it at me and I caught it. And, yeah, no, it was uh, I dug it, man. It's like I got to use my um, psychology degree a little bit. I had been counseling uh, kids in rehab before they found me for the show. So I had been uh-huh. working with kids, but now I'm talking to people my own age and interviewing them. And I don't know. It's just you, you either do or you don't love it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And for a long time, I, that was my favorite thing, doing interviews, you know. I was shitty at it. I was terrible <laughs> at doing interviews. But I got get
1: interviewed or giving them.
0: I was great at giving them, uh, giving an interview. Um, like if you ask me questions, because who's not good at talking about themselves? getting somebody to talk about themselves without interrupting them was what I where I had to learn, you know, like learning not to step on people and just letting them talk and then, you know, sort of getting them to open up and uh, be good.
1: Yeah, because I think if you're talking to someone that you've never met before, if it kind of feels like you're looking to interject, they might feel like it's less authentic or less genuine but if you allow them to continue to talk, you're more likely going to get, you know, them telling more about themselves. You know, they'll get relaxed more easy, I've come to realize, too. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, telling them a little bit about yourself. And and now now I barely ever do interviews anymore. So it's uh, I, I do like to step in and do a few when we're doing the shows. But um, it's rare that I get to just do interviews, you know,
1: because, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Did you have any experiences when coming off the show? Because this is like one of my favorite points to ask my guests because there's all different eras, obviously, of the real world. So I'm interested to see what the contrast is with your experience. Reality TV, you know, tends to at times catch a little bit of a stigma. And then when people try to go for jobs after their shows, they kind of get doors slammed in their face or like opportunities don't come up when it comes to, like, maybe corporate stuff or just any jobs outside of reality. Did you, like, ever go on any experiences where, you know, you potentially tried to get different jobs and then they, like, knew you from your time on TV and were like, oh, you're reality. We don't want anything to do with you.
0: Well, you got to remember, when I did the show, it was the only reality show on TV at the time. Mm -hmm. So this was so long ago. It was... I never after the show, I never went after any corporate positions, right? Like it wasn't my thing. It wasn't my thing before that, but mm-hmm. I was never going to be a corporate heavyweight, you know, like that wasn't my thing. But I, 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 think more than anything else, people, I kept kind of a low profile on the show. Like um, when all the drama was going down, you would just see me kind of walk in the background and be like, oh, yeah. suck. I'm not gonna. Um, but you know, there was a lot of, recognition right after the show but then you could just change your hair color if you really wanted to not be noticed or recognized that was super simple and then when i did the second show when i did the challenge i bleached my hair blonde so that i could just cut it all off and then nobody would recognize me so mm. I, I i didn't really have any issues with that at all um i think it was it was mostly positive overall you know like if people recognized me from the show they were a fan of the show and they liked it and it opened a lot of doors, you know? Yeah. Um, just from back, I would be out in New York City. Like, I love, at the time, I was always in New York. So, everywhere I would go, I would run into people who knew the show and they would buy me drinks. And I would meet, you know, some, some of my really good friends, even to, to, the, to today, I met because of the show, who recognized me from the show and identified with something I said. And we would have these great conversations. And then, you know, a couple of them I became friends with and stay friends with
1: wow that's cool
0: yeah really cool i got a lot of opportunities right after the show from people who had seen the show who were ballers in new york you know and they would just uh take me under their wing and, and show me the city it's amazing
1: were those like commercial uh engagements or like you know i think they had bar appearances where thing at one point too um they would have cast members go on um
0: no, that, th- I'm talking more along the lines of, I run into a person, like, a, uh, of, I met a really, really amazing woman named Allie, who, she was just, uh, like, her, she was a wealthy, but she worked really hard, and she just had the contacts everywhere in New York, and so we became good friends, and she just took me everywhere, you know, we could get into any concert, any club, anywhere, wow. and we became great friends, you know? Not business opportunities. That's not what I was talking oh,
1: about. Oh, okay. Then okay. Just
0: personal. Personal.
1: Personal you know? opportunities. Gotcha. Yeah, it's
0: fun. Just good times.
1: Where were you in your life prior to going on to Real World? Like, what was, um, you know, your situation? I think I read that you were just coming out of college. Is that correct? I had graduated
0: from college. Um, I had moved to Boulder, Colorado. I had... I had been working at different um, rehabs or halfway houses, you know, um, as a counselor for kids. So so it was like anybody between the ages of like 11, sometimes 11, all the way up to like 16. So it was like long-term facilities. I'd worked in two different long-term facilities and I didn't love it. So Mm -hmm. I had applied and had been accepted to grad school. So I was gonna go get my master's in psychology and at the time I was running an art house movie theater in Boulder, Colorado. You there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was running an art house movie theater in Boulder. Um, and they found me on the street. They literally just, I was walking down the street and they said, we're having auditions come try out. And like three weeks later I was in Boston.
1: Wow. Did they ask, they ask like a bunch of crazy questions, right? Like that's usually what uh, some of my guests tell me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember any of them, but I, yeah, I mean, they want to know who you are, you know? So yeah, they asked a lot of questions. um, But at the time I was willing to answer them all. You know, I was, I was in the perfect time of my life to uh, try out for something like that. You there? I don't see you anymore. I hear you. Wait, I can't. Can you hear me? I, sort of. You're digital. You sound like Darth Vader. Can you? Hear nope. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah okay, there you are. I see you now. Nope. I sort of cool. see you. You're very digital. Something's up. So oh, you yeah. or me? I'm not sure.
1: I mean, I could hear you okay.
0: Okay, we'll keep going then.
1: Yeah, the recording usually picks it up fine. It's usually just us that, like, get affected by it, so.
0: Okay, cool.
1: So, cool. Yeah, should be good. Okay. Um, so so they, uh, you know, obviously they ask you the questions and whatnot, Um a big popular thing that I hear is like, it's like almost like an unspoken thing. I don't know if it was around the era with you guys, but I know like a lot of the real worlds that they were casting around the 2000s, it's almost like an unspoken thing. They like make you cry in the interview. Like they find like what triggers you. Sure. Did that happened for you? No.
0: I can't cry. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I can cry, but like the, you would have to, re- I mean, the last time I cried was that when I gave the eulogy at my grandmother's funeral. I can't imagine them being able to make me cry in interview. I mean, I, it's kind of a thing when you're doing reality, if you can get somebody to open up that much, then you've got to, you've got them as open as they're going to get. But like, um, no, I don't, I definitely don't remember squirting any tears, but I, I, I don't know if they were trying to get me to cry. Maybe I did. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you—it's it, a—it's all the whole interview process is so long and so in depth that you could show me that interview and I wouldn't even know who that person was. Honestly, I would remember, but it was a different version of yourself, you know. Like it's a whole different time in your life that you might or might not recognize, but um, definitely was who you were at the time, but. It's deep, man. They go deep. You do a ton of interviews, and I don't know if the real world or what became of the real world was the same later. Um, in, 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 I don't know many reality shows. I've not done any reality shows uh, in the three hundred shows that I've cast, and that's a random number. It could be more, it could be less. I don't know. That go as far in as the as the real world did, but it was a. They wanted to know everything. And if you're willing to go there, you know, they've got they had very talented casting directors that could get you to talk. You know, they're also they're also trying to find the bullshit, too. They're trying to suss out the bullshit so that there's no that who they they know who they're going to get when they put them on the show. You know, Mm -hmm.
1: did did those like experiences um, in any way help you with what you currently do today? Like, did you take anything from that and like apply it to your everyday?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm a casting. I, I mean, I say I'm a casting director, but I I own and run a casting company mm-hmm. in L.A. So we um, yes, of course, like especially when I'm talking to um, potential cast members, I can tell them sometimes they'll remember or they'll know who I was. But a lot of the times it's, they don't, you know, so I can I can if they're hesitant to go on a show, I'll you know, I'll talk to them and I'll be like, listen, they can't make you say something that you don't say. So if you don't want to look like an ass, don't act like an ass, you know, like, just go on, be yourself, you'll be fine, you know, and and I can also talk to them after the fact when they're dealing with the fame that comes from these shows or from the attention, you know, it's sometimes that's kind of more where I start to get calls. You know, if I've made a relationship with somebody like I've, uh, we did show called Joe Millionaire last year for Fox and I talked to those some of those farmer guys there's not farmers uh, the two guys uh, but I talked to Stephen you know we'll text back and forth and I'll be like yeah what's going on how are you doing and then we've got a show coming uh did you watch the super bowl I did yeah did you see those advertisements for farmer wants a wife Mhm that's our show
1: Oh sweet
0: yeah, that's our show. So uh, right after we hang up today, I've got I'm going to call both of the, the two of the farmers that I know really well and check in on them, and just ask them how they're how they're dealing. The show hasn't come out; comes out on March 18th. So their about mm. their lives are about to get big because I mean they were advertising during the Super Bowl. They're going to have a
1: lot of people watching that show. And is that reality related or that's something different? Yeah, it's all
0: It's all it reality. It's,
1: okay, yeah, so it's, uh, do you two are farmers. So- is, are you exclusively reality or
0: only only reality shows oh
1: okay cool
0: yeah i wouldn't know how to cast a, a regular scripted show i wouldn't want to do it <laughs>
1: why well, you're not into acting
0: sure i love movies and films but that's a whole different skill set those right. casting directors they got to know a whole bunch of other stuff and they couldn't come do a reality show they're not even remotely related
1: Wow. So you would be able to cross over, right? Like in the sense, like if Homecoming were to hypothetically happen tomorrow, because I've heard like once you make the crossover to like, you know, producer or, you know, director, like it's almost like a fourth wall type thing where, you know, you're not supposed to be like a cast member. Like, is, yeah, st-
0: it, there's a stigma. Um, I, I, well, not much. I mean, look, it depends on how you act, right? Like if I go on to Homecoming and I get hammered And act like a dipshit the whole time. Like what production company or network is going to reach out to my casting company to do a show? But if I go on and I'm just myself, you know, I'll be fine. Like, But that's why, I mean, the stigma for the challenge is that it just takes too long to shoot. Like I I can't leave for four weeks and not have somebody at the helm of my company. You know, Mm -hmm. like we're doing shows like I got to be here. I've also got a child. I've got a wife. I've got a life like I I can't go away for a month, but I could go away for two weeks, you know, and 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 get paid to do the homecoming that I would love to see Cyrus, Montana, Elka, Camila, Genesis. I, I would love to see those people, you know, even Sean, I would love to see like I love Sean don't agree with this politics but like we don't have to talk about politics
1: well that would probably <laughs> that'd probably be the end up being the main focus not not saying you would bring that up but i just know yeah that'd probably end up coming up one would have to yeah. think yeah it, it definitely would which yeah. is probably why he, yeah you you guys seemed like um i think we're on track at least on the ground floor of being probably the third homecoming i would venture to say like um in the spot where new orleans ended up being that was most likely where i was headed um yeah and then obviously you know for what we just mentioned probably what ended up not (laughs) being yeah there was uh,
0: a there was definitely a hesitant cast member um you know i don't know man he's probably got political plans for the future maybe he's in fear of that or Maybe he thought that we would all bring up his politics, but like that's surprising to me because we all got along really well, which is not great for a cast, but like nobody's gonna roast him on the show, you know? There's respect and there's love, and I think it would have been fine. I think it would have been totally fine, but like I'm also not gonna lose any sleep over it. It's like if they do it, great, if they don't. Great. If they don't want to do it without him, then uh then we gotta wait for him to to want to do it, you know? And that might not ever happen. So it's a bummer because I would love to see everybody. When else am I gonna get a chance to see everybody in one place? We never see each other in one place. The last time we were all on a Zoom call was at the beginning of COVID and we all hopped on a Zoom call, including Sean. Mm-hmm. All of us were on a Zoom call for like an hour and a half. It was the first time we'd all been in the same cyberspace and since the show
1: wow speaking of which did uh you know your company get affected at all like from the pandemic like how did you have to kind of pivot when it came to you know the initial lockdown um with getting some of your projects off the ground
0: we did game shows game shows were just still being made during covid so we just pivoted and started casting game shows and typically we do dater dating shows for the most part, we do dating shows. Um, but during COVID, of course, no dating shows are getting made. But the the, the um, they could control the COVID factor with game shows. So everybody was tested, everybody was this. So we did a show called Mental Samurai. Mm-hmm. That we did a shooting in Portugal. So we cast in, cast in California, or cast in around the nation, but based in California, tested everybody, quarantined everybody sent them to portugal to shoot the show so we were very busy during covid actually we like we did a couple did a couple we did that show and another show called cherries wild that was also for fox and it was another game show so that got
1: us through covid man yeah yeah for as crappy as the situation was i feel like in some sense of a silver lining it made a lot of people just not only in you know reality and just film and then other tv areas but just overall with people's craft and like their work it made people more versed and talented because in a situation where you know optics are kind of against you and should be holding you back if you find ways to kind of be creative and pivot when things then open up again which they ended up um Mm -hmm. you're like even more uh, skilled in that area and you've got like multiple different, uh, ways to, uh, reinvent yourself. So in some Is sense, that what happened with you? Oh, 100%. I mean, I actually started during the pandemic, so that was all I ever knew. You know what I mean? Um, and then with allowing me to kind of talk to more people because people were just in the house mostly, Yeah, it was, you really know, yeah, it was easy. It was. I, I. I mean, I still say, if I would have started it post pandemic, I don't think. Um, I don't. I don't think it, it would have kind of picked up as fast. If you get what I mean, you know, people are out sure. and, about and you know it's hard. Harder to tie people down. You have to kind of, once you get your like foot in the door, that's all that matters. You know what I mean? I think it took you and I two
0: months to get this interview together, right?
1: <laughs> Something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you. We kept trying to find times and blah, 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 and then we worked it out. But, like, yeah, did who was your first person that you interviewed?
1: Um my I actually, I was starting out by um I was interviewing um, I had an NFL player was uh, my first. So I started there, and then quickly, I was just just all real world after that. So, but I was lucky enough that the NFL player i that I had on. He um he came, like, he was taking his kid, because he was a New York Giant player, he was taking his kid to, like, um a local park that I was working at at the time, and was, like, asking me questions about, like, just the town and what have you not, and, like, we remained in touch, so that's basically how I ended up getting that to happen. Perfect. Um, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, so... 'Cause that was uh my initial goal at the time. I'm a big football fan. Um, so that was kind of that. I still obviously was a real world and challenge fan, like I like mm-hmm. I told you. But um, you know, I I felt like there was more of a niche audience with Real World and Challenge, so that's why I decided to take it that way. You know, anybody could hop on and talk, you know, about NFL and <laughs> whatnot. And I also thought Real Worlders had more like layers to them in terms of storytelling and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yes. Yes. You can, you can find good story in almost everybody, but getting them to say it out loud, the real world and road rulers and the challenge people, they've had a lot of practice.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, you actually had a couple of good experiences on the challenge that you did. Um, You know, you guys, this was back during an era where it was less about like the physicality and more about like having fun and like, you know, just camaraderie. And uh, your challenge in particular, um, you guys got to go to the Hugh Hefner house, correct me mm-hmm. if And mm-hmm. then you also had um, Kobe Bryant and Reggie Miller both came. And uh, one of those challenges was essentially like a basketball game against just them two. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. It was a different game back then, man. I mean, the losing team got the really um, terrible Winnebago, but the secret That nobody really knew except for everybody on the show was that the terrible winnebago was a lot more fun than the other winnebago (laughs) so like until it died eventually but yeah it was a blast you know i got to meet janet and i got to hang out with all like my basically my buddy on that show was neil um from london Uh, We became Mm -hmm. big friends and uh, we had an inside joke the whole time. We were, I don't know if you saw it, but if you go back and watch something, you'll see this like um, inflatable blow up sheep that we're carrying around the whole time (laughs) and that we took to the mansion. We took it everywhere with us. So we'd get it on camera. And it was like one of those uh, blow up sex toys. (laughs) We were like, it just looked like a really innocuous, like uh, blow up toy, but it wasn't. Um, so yeah, we had a blast, man. We had a blast. It was uh, two weeks. We shot it for two weeks, and it was fun.
1: Yeah, and they um, with these challenges that they do now, even the All Star shows, which are like considered like you know more of the old school type stuff, they're doing like these crazy challenges now. Like the production's really over the top. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot more bells and whistles, I'll say. Than
0: uh, i have yeah. seen those obstacle courses they do, and I'm like, that doesn't look that hard. Awesome. I mean, Jesus Christ, like seriously, like they, yeah, it's a lot more production, but like, I don't know. It doesn't look that difficult. Um, The other, some of the challenges do look really scary or whatever, but like, I don't know, man, there's a part of me that really wants to give it a shot, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: <laughs> well, you never know. It's, a, it's kind of low hanging fruit. You know, you got a lot of cast members that like say they don't want to do it. And then like that temptation ends up uh, giving in. Uh, I've
0: turned it down every time. So I haven't said yes yet. And it's not because I'm super in demand, it's because I didn't want to do it or couldn't do it. Right. So I haven't been tempted yet. But like, I just think there's so many other people that'll be a lot better at it than me, man, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. It's just the, the physical fun part of it would be fun, but I don't even know half the people on these shows. Like I would literally and they probably wouldn't know who I was. They'd be like, Who the hell is this old guy? And I'd be like, Who the hell are these kids? Who'd be like doing a show with my son or something, you know? Who
1: who do you remember, like in terms of um like if you can name like five people right now off the top of your head, not not including um Real or uh, your real world cast in particular, like not I, including- only the
0: only the people from the series before me or after me, you know, that's it. Like, all, all Janet, Nathan, David, all the people from Seattle. Like, these are all people that I hung out with, you know. I was Do you remember best people? Of course. Yeah, I know Beth really well. Yeah, Beth lives in L.A., you know, yeah. I, she was on my challenge, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. So, yeah, I know Beth. I know Beth really well. I know all those people, but I don't know anybody. Like I said, I don't know anybody past New Orleans legitimately i don't know who they are i have never seen their show so i wouldn't know i i, I watched the ch- i watched a little bit of a um a challenge and i legitimately i think the one cyrus was on i didn't know who anybody was except for the people like and i've go i've gone to a party with cyrus cyrus threw this huge party at some mansion in beverly hills and um, besides him, and maybe Beth was there, and Ruthie was there, like, I didn't know anybody.
1: You know Mark Long? I, of course. Love Mark. Mark.
0: Yeah, Mark Mark was on my challenge as well. Yeah, right. I, I cast him on another show. I, like, when, uh, I, I made him a host on E! I got, my company was t- casting this host gig for E! And I brought Mark in, and he nailed it. And wow. he got it. So I, I love Mark. Mark's awesome. one of the funniest fucking human beings alive.
1: <laughs> he really is. No, he really is.
0: I don't, people don't know how smart Mark is. Mark's smart, wicked funny, dark sense of humor, hysterical. Like, one of my favorite people.
1: I, I had him on, I think, back in May, I want to say. And that was probably the easiest interview I've ever had to conduct because, like, he's such a storyteller and, like, can carry a conversation so well that, like, I was just so easy to just bounce off of everything he said. So yeah, yeah, dude,
0: he's the best. He's the best. And he's, I mean, he's a good host. He's a good as a, as a um, cast member. He's good at all that shit, but he's made it his life, man. That's mm-hmm. what he does. And now I remember when he was starting to pitch, you know, being a production, being producer on these projects. And I'm like, dude, who better to do this than you? Yeah, and he's actually,
1: he's the one that did pitch actually for the uh, all-star show.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That was all him. He's the one yeah. who got that shit going.
1: He needs some royalty.
0: (laughs) I'm sure he's making some. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man.
1: So at what point maybe, uh, I mean, you mentioned about, obviously, you know, the New York experiences that you're having post-show and, you know, the Mm -hmm. recognition. Did you ever try to distance yourself from that once you became kind of dead set on, okay, I'm going to start doing the casting directing now?
0: Um. I think that the only line I drew in the sand was that I don't mention it, you know, like I, I've had my company now for 18 years. So I, um, at no point is it ever a selling point that I'm the, that I was on a show. I think a lot of people will figure it out, you know, and eventually when they do, like if I'm working with a producer or producers or a network, I've been on a call where they're like, man, how come you didn't tell us? You know, we didn't like what? Like you're that. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to say? Hey, let me, you know, give me half a million dollars to cast your show. And by the way, I made an ass out of myself back in 1999. You know, like it's just not a selling point. But um, yeah, I mean, people know I don't mention it. You know, I just don't talk about it that much. But if it comes up, I'm definitely not embarrassed. It's definitely what made me move to L.A. It's what got me started in the business, what got me interested. Otherwise, how the hell else would I have started doing what I did?
1: Yeah, in some sense, like, you know, it's almost like a bridge to uh, doing now what you do. So Totally. In some totally. sense, it's almost like you're, you know, if you were like a comic book character, it's like an origin story of yours, you know? It is.
0: It really is. And it all starts with Mary Ellis uh, and John Murray, but like. I loved Mary Ellis. I loved John Murray. I've got a great relationship with John Murray to this day. Um, and I would with Mary Ellis if she were still alive, you know, like they gave me my start. They gave me my first job. They gave me the beginning. They gave me everything. They gave me the shot to be on the show when I did the show. And then they gave me a shot to be an adult and have a career, you know, um, mm-hmm. and not a lot of, not everybody will start in casting and stay in casting, but like, I did. And now I have a family and I have a a son and I have a house and I have all the things I have because I just took the opportunity they gave me and made
1: the most out of it. And that's all you could ask for. So, I mean,
0: you don't get that (laughs) twice, you know?
1: Right. Well, uh, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to do this today. I know you're a very busy guy and, um, I'm going to let you get back to, uh, I do what you're doing, but I want to thank you again for uh, hopping on here. Had a fun time uh, getting to meet you and chat with you.
0: Me too, Mike. Congratulations, dude. I'm, uh, you're doing it. You're doing your own thing, and that's, uh, that's more than a lot of people can say. So congratulations on your success.
1: Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. You too, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.